This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 174. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today, Kevin Rakestraw. Hello. <laughs> We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Good. What movie do we have you watch this week? The Great White Hype. Great White Hype. This came out in 1996. Picked this in honor of Southpaw coming out. Another boxing movie. All about them went, boxing movies. Went with a went with a boxing theme this week. Oh yeah. I have a I have a synopsis here. When the champ's promoter. Reverend Sultan decides something new is needed to boost the marketability of the boxing matches. He searches and finds the only man to ever beat the champ. The problem is that he isn't a boxer anymore, and he's white. <laughs> However, once Reverend Sultan convinces them to fight, he goes into heavy training while the confident champ takes it easy and falls out of shape. This is directed by Reginald Hudlin, and it stars Samuel L. Jackson, Jeff Goldblum, Peter Berg, Corbin Burnson, John Lovitz, Cheech Marin, John Reese davies Jamie Foxx. Lots of people in this. It's chock full of people. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Great White Hype? Well, uh, they went to the boxer, and he's actually the, the heavyweight champion, and he easily wins his fight, and his promoter, the Sultan guy, he's trying to figure out how to get more money out of everyone. Because he finds out that the pay-per-view sales and the overall money outcome of the last fight dropped off significantly. So, he and his one-fight girl decide that... Wait, what did, sorry, what did you say? His one-fight girl? It's like one of his... It's a girl in his entourage that is mostly uh, a pretty face, but she comes up with this idea out of nowhere. And he promotes her. And her idea is that the only guy to ever beat them wins was an amateur. And he was a white guy, so they tried to come up with a racially charged fight and promote it as white versus black and all that to get the money pouring in. And they, the, the white boxer is now not a boxer. He's a singer and a heavy metal man in Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. And they go and recruit him. And he's a big 
Buddhist, so he's all about peacefulness. And then uh, Sam Jackson tells him that he can make $10 million. And Italy, the guy wants to do it because he says he wants to give all his money to the homeless and eradicate homelessness. I'm not really sure that you could do that with $10 million. <laughs> but uh, anyway, they go on and Sam Jackson gets Peter Berg all this, like the best trainers and the best of everything. And they promote this fight and it's actually huge. And meanwhile, Dan wins, knows that he's gonna win, or assumes that he's gonna win, and he pretty much stops training and actually gains 25 pounds for the fight. <clears throat> of just a pure stomach fat. And <laughs> there's also one scene where he is jogging, like the scene of Rocky, but he's jogging after an ice cream truck. <laughs> it escapes him. <laughs> and he just kind of gives up running after him. Use of ice cream trucks. So they go into this fight, and the first few seconds, Peter breaks trying to whip his ass, and all of a sudden, Dan Wyatt turns it on and knocks Peter Berg out in like 20 some seconds. And the entire time this is all going on, uh, Jimmy Fox, who is the manager of the number two fighter, is in one scene, they approach the soul that is entourage with guns trying to get him to like make the fight happen and he keeps on denying him and says eventually he's gonna get a big beta and at the end of the fight the second the second right guy his name is Shabazz he runs into the ring and he gets in Damon Wyatt's face and the song tells him not to show anything that could be sold later on. And this Shabazz guy knocks out uh, Damon Wyatt in the ring with fist fist comment. And wait, what? Like fist, of fist like bear fist. Oh, get some with them bear oh, okay. fists. Oh, okay. And Swanton steps around and his damn wide's unconscious body and says, Here's your next fight. 
Wow. Another thrilling rendition. So, again, this sounds like a movie where Damon Wayans plays a, a cocky champ who does zero training whatsoever apparently just eats ice cream all day uh, gains a shitload of weight and then wins <laughs> and, then, uh, and then the underdog peter berg trains for this fight and then gets knocked out mm-hmm. damn wins also smokes a lot of cigarettes throughout the movie to make his training even in more shape why i don't understand how what's what's the point what's the point of this movie they're trying to promote this white person black thing to make which also doesn't make a lot of sense to me i mean is this the first time a white boxer ever fought a black boxer i don't think so no but according to this man everyone is tired of seeing black on black fighting and the biggest uh, boxing match in history was between a black and white guy. Hmm, okay. So well, they basically want to make it happen all over again. Hmm, sounds terrible. What'd you think of this? Eh. Oh, this is kind of exciting. Some parts of it were entertaining. Okay, so it was, uh, it was funny then, or was it? Some parts of it. Other is, parts are really dumb. Is this your new favorite Damon Wayans movie? Uh, no. No? Oh. Is this your new favorite boxing movie? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> too many boxing movies. Is this your new favorite Peter Berg movie? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> what Peter Berg movie is your favorite? Uh, I like Godfrey. I mean, the show, not the movie. Okay. So, I don't, I don't even consider, I don't know. I I think that it is kind of funny that Peter Berg was the star of this movie. I I like imagining him being in a heavy metal band (laughs) and a Buddhist, uh, in a Buddhist heavy metal band. He's kind of funny in this. Do they play any music from his heavy metal band? He sang in the one scene where uh, the song that is on drugs, you ought to check him out. It was at a club he was playing. What kind of heavy metal are they? Are they like grindcore? Are they, they sludge metal? Black, they sludge they <laughs> black Doom. metal. There's a lot of screaming involved. Scream out. Are they scream out? Scream out. Uh, uh, sure. They're new metal? New metal? I don't know what any of these are. Hmm. Was that, did he have. I'm not in tune with my heavy metal. Later. Is it? Is it Viking metal? It could be Viking metal. <laughs> Buddhist Viking metal. Is it Death Grind? It's who the fuck cares, man. Hmm. It's screaming. Screaming? It all sounds same way. Were they setting it up to be that Damon Wayans was the bad guy and Peter Berg was the good guy? Yes. 
And then he just gets laid out. Yeah. Just it, pretty quickly, too, right? It was like a couple, like 20-some seconds, you said. Uh, yeah. Just knocked, knocked his ass out. Yeah. That'll fucking teach you for trying. <laughs> That'll teach you to want to donate money to homeless people <laughs> and eradicate homelessness across the world. But he, he he probably still got his payday, right? Or he at least got something. I assume they didn't really touch on that, but I assume... Which he probably oh, didn't spend on homelessness. He probably spent it on the first EP of their thrash yeah, pro- metal probably. band. Probably. Mm. What a dick. Method Man's in this. No, he's not. Yeah. Hmm. What's he do? He is, sings the intro music to Damon Wayans. Whatever he fights. But he... it's not like it's not like uh, a tape they play. It's like live. Does he play wow. himself? Does he hire Method Man to do? I I does They don't converse. It's... But I assume he has yeah. an actual Method Man song. Yeah, it says that Method Man is playing himself. So is Brian Setzer. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> on the list here it says Brian Setzer. Was, please tell me that he was Peter Berg's intro musician. I don't remember seeing him. How Brian's... could you not remember <laughs> oh, you? There's no way you don't recognize Brian Setzer. And his orchestra. <laughs> was his orchestra there? <laughs> Was there some awesome swing music playing in the background at any point? No. Or was he Sam's orchestra? Um, maybe. This might have been when he was with, uh, what was his band? The Stray Cats? Was oh, that the... Might have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his original <laughs> band was the Stray Cats. Nice. Mm. Mm. Alright, well, let's talk about the director, Reginald Hudlin. Let's see what else he directed here. Uh, Boomerang. He did Boomerang. I never saw Boomerang. Have either of you seen that? I a long time ago. That was the first CD I ever bought. What, the Boomerang soundtrack? <laughs> oh, nice. And Boys to Men was like... Oh, shit. What, my, what was your first? That's funny that everyone f- remembers their first CD. I, I remember because it was two CDs. Oh, shit. You guys all... Man, you guys have money. <laughs> Uh, the, the the first CD I had was well the the first two that I got at the same time were Simpsons Sing the Blues nice <laughs> it was a like a Simpsons music album uh, and the Free Willy soundtrack nice you guys both p- picking up soundtracks yeah uh, those were quickly followed up by Ace of Base I don't remember the name of the album and Green Day Dookie oh nice. So, that's yeah, that, that's slightly embarrassing for whatever. <laughs> so, so this guy also directed The Ladies' Man, the SNL Tim Meadows adaptation. Oh, yeah? That was pretty bad. He directed House Party. All right. The, the first House Party, a little kid and play action. And that, that was pretty nice. much... Yeah. Which, kid and play, was <laughs> one of the first CDs I bought for someone else. I brought that for my brother for christmas i think that might have been like the second cd i bought 
Nice. Kid and play. That's pretty much all he did, uh, movie-wise. He did a lot of TV stuff after that, and he's still doing. It seems TV it stuff. seems like he's mostly a producer now. Django yeah, Unchained, he, Boondocks, yeah, he, Critters, the TV series. I didn't even know that existed. I, wow, I sense some excitement in your voice. I'm a big fan of the Critters movies, so yeah, I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Unless it's on sci-fi, then I'm not excited. Probably on sci-fi. He was an executive producer on Bebe's Kids? Yes. Oh, man. Bebe's Kids. Awful. I was going to do that as one of our Film Pulse Plays videos and play the video game version of Bebe's Kids, but the game is... It's rare, and it's very expensive to buy. <laughs> Uh, bother. Make it out. Do a Kickstarter. I sh- I should. So yeah, he directed a lot of TV stuff recently. Bad Judge, Bones, Are We There Yet? Psych, Outsourced. Remember that show, Outsourced on NBC? Oh my God, yes. That show was terrible. Yep, I remember that show. Modern Family, Better Off Ted, The Office, The Middle. Looks like he did a, he's done like a lot of not sitcoms but half hour network comedies cuz you know sitcoms traditional sitcoms don't really exist anymore. Thank goodness. Sons of Tucson, remember that show? That sounds familiar. It was the one where uh it was like the dude who was raising the three kids or whatever by himself. How long did that last? Oh, it looks like one season. It was one season. The guy from... I think it's the guy from Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, isn't it? Yeah, Tyler Labine. Yeah, I like that. Or whatever. He's also in that that terrible show Deadbeat on Hulu. There's so many TV shows I don't even know about. (laughs) Yeah, so that's... Pretty much it. Was Great White Hype the last movie he directed? No. Mm-mm. Lady, when, uh, Serving Sarah. Oh, yeah. Serving Sarah was the last one that he did. With Matthew Perry and Elizabeth Hurley. That sounds familiar, but I... I can't remember what it's about. (laughs) Matthew Perry? Matthew Perry! They're trying to cash in on that Matthew Perry. Is it also known as something else? Uh, I don't think so, Ryan. But maybe. Are you thinking of Fools Rush In? Man. Wasn't that Matthew Perry? Or was it Matthew Perry? I can't remember. It's about a process server trying to serve an elusive female target. Uh-oh. And she wears a hat. She's got a hat. Nice. Got a pink cowboy hat on. So, let's talk about... Let's compare this to some other boxing movies you've seen. So, what about the Rocky series? Does this... Is this better than the Rocky movies? Please. Oh, no, I haven't seen them. You haven't seen any of the Rocky movies? No. You've seen zero Rocky movies. <laughs> I've seen parts. That doesn't count. Well, the parts... And you call yourself a man. The parts I'm that you saw... I'm not interested in boxing doesn't quite make sense 
Seems like that's what about uh, what was that one called with Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas? What was that movie called? Oh, uh, Boxer Man. You know, is that what it was called? Boxer Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> there is there is the boxer with Daniel Day Lewis. Nah, I just made that up. Um, now I want to see if there's a movie called The Boxer Man. I don't I don't think so. Please, please fingers are crossed. Damn it, just John Boxer Man. I think um I think um we kinda anti boxing. Wow. I'm not like anti, but like boxing and UFC, they don't really excite me. I'm not terribly into boxing movies either, honestly. Nah. Play it to the bone. That was the name of the Woody Harrelson one. Oh, play it to the bone. Play it to the bone. That's I'm trying to think of some other. What about the fighter? Have you seen the fighter? Uh, I've seen parts of it. It's. It seems like you just watch a lot of bits and pieces of boxing movies. That's because there's 20 seconds of excitement when somebody gets knocked out. The rest of it bores me to death. Then you just change the channel. What about Raging Bull? I I enjoyed them. Oh, okay. There's one. Finally got one. All right, so not a big fan of boxing movies. Kevin, what's your take on boxing movies? Boxing movies are, I think we kind of already talked about this a little bit. I, there's Very briefly this earlier this week. I mean, there's there's some good ones, but I'm not really interested from here on out because there's not a lot that you can do Right. Yeah. with yeah. a boxing movie. I mean, they're all, they all kind of follow the same narrative path, just about. Yeah, there's always the conflicts always involve something with family or possible having uh, you know betting. They they want you to throw the match. Yeah, or stuff you know like the, that the guy's he's just not good anymore. He's trying to make a comeback. He's trying to make a comeback. He's the underdog. He's the old guy. He's oh, and then there's to, the, you know do it. for a couple of punches there, you think he's gonna get brain damage. And just be dead for the rest of his life. Oh man! Oh, There's so speaking many... of which, what million million dollar baby? That's another good one. I enjoyed that. See, you love boxing movies. Fucking liar! But see, Raging Bull and Million Dollar Baby, they weren't like there wasn't fighting every five seconds of them. Yeah. Well, that kind of contradicts what you were saying know, earlier, where you're say. like, oh, it's 20 seconds of entertainment and the rest is boring. Like, those those two movies specifically have way more dramatic elements than fighting elements. Uh, yeah. That, Especially Raging Bull. Holy crap. We finally got to the truth. The fighting excites me for 20 seconds uh, oh, and the okay. rest of the movie is boring. Hmm. Okay, so I got I got you. I got you. I think it all it all depends. Like with uh, with Southpaw, and we'll get to that in just a minute. That one is it looks really generic, but some of them like Creed, as I mentioned earlier in this week. If you listen to the regular show, I'm I'm actually interested in that one. It looks like it could be pretty good. So uh, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll here. What do you give Great White Hype? Four. That's another four banger. It's, I, again, I was kind of, I was thinking higher because it seemed like you were, like slightly yeah. into it. 
You enjoyed yourself. I didn't hear anything, you know, that it's terrible, that you wanted to kill someone or it, yourself. I, I was pretty indifferent most of the time. But, like, it's a, some of the part, part, like, when he's chasing the ice cream truck, that made me laugh. <laughs> That's the highlight of the entire movie right there. Ice cream truck. Ice cream truck chase. Uh, oh, goodness. Is there ever a time when you're not indifferent? No. It worries me that you have to think about it. You know, we're always on the lookout for movies that he's going to give the .5 or the 1 to, but I'm, I honestly, one of these days, I'm going to try to find one that he's going to, at the end of it, when we ask for the score, he's going to be like, 9.5. I know. I just, I don't. He's going to love it. I have no idea what that movie's going to be, though. I think we've been doing this for, what, four years? And Almost. I think there were like three or four movies that I gave more than the six. Now. Oh, yeah. I think the highest you've ever gone is a seven, maybe. I, yeah, I think so. Maybe. Now, granted, normally we do try to give you yeah, ones right. that you're that I think that you're not going to like at all. So, you know, I guess, yeah, that's I guess kind of the whole that's kind of the whole point of the show. But one of these days I'm going to try to. Cause, Cause, I'll look at what's coming out, and then I'll look at all the movies, or I'll think about all the movies that relate to those releases. And normally, the first ones that come to mind are the good ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually have to dig deeper to think of the bad ones. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even even when I think about the good ones, like Rocky, I could have given you Rocky, but I, I don't think you would have liked that one either. I think you probably would have ended up with a four on that one. I think maybe that's where we need to go because I think that's going to be a little more surprising. I would love to hear Ryan shitting on movies that people generally like. Yeah, we could go there. With Just that. We can't make this guy happy. I don't know if I would Like, it would be... What's that movie, George Washington? You, you would be like, like it's not I, for me. I knew that. That's... I was supposed to be good, but it wasn't. I didn't like it. So you gotta stop that. You gotta get that, get that backbone going. And just be honest, Ryan. Just let it out. In his defense, though, most of the movies that I see after I'm done watching them, I'm the same way. I'm like, meh, it was fine. And Indifferent. Most, most <laughs> That's how the, I feel a lot. <laughs> most of what I watch is movies that I'm generally interested in. That's, yeah, well, the the, the thing, of, the the funny thing about you is that you only watch like the same three movies over and over again, mm. because you're so you're so afraid of something new that you just stick to the same thing. Yeah, that's why you were listening to Eminem and Dr. Dre when yeah. <laughs> I called you earlier. <laughs> oh God. Do you still have the Transformers Blu-ray in your Blu-ray player? I have it on my Blu-ray shelf. <laughs> it finally made it over the shelf at least. I Blu-ray for like a year or two. Oh, okay. A year or two? That's it's pretty good. It's digital. How many, time, how, many, how many times have you seen Transformers? <laughs> Just ballpark. Just ballpark it. Ballpark. <laughs> uh, like 10, maybe? I think that's bullshit.
Mrs. were when I'm on new TVs. When you bought new That's your tester. Excellent. <laughs> How many new TVs did you buy? The motion. Uh, uh, since 2010, I bought uh, three. Okay. Three. I'm trying to think of some of those other ones that you used to watch incessantly, just over and over again. I know Butterfly Effect was one that you watched quite a quite a number of times. Oh, you watched that one like 20 times in three days. <laughs> I remember every time I'd come and be like, guys, Butterfly Effect. Yeah, I think we talked about that before on the show. Your affinity for the Butterfly Effect. Step Brothers, watch that one. Did 21 Jump Street enter your rotation? Because I feel like you watched that a number For of like times. For like a year, yeah. Okay, so you watched that. Oh, Old School. That was one that you watched a whole lot. I know that. Yeah. I just can't do it. I can't... I can watch a movie maybe twice in a, a short span of time. But other than that, it's got to be like 10 years before I'll rewatch a movie. Well, yeah. for me, most of it is laziness. It's on TV. I'll flip it through. I see something that I know I like. And, I'm like, right. and you're like, why not? I'll watch Road Trip for the 30th time. Yeah. See the Road Trip uh, or Transformers? Which one is it gonna be? Well, uh, talking about Southpaw, do you have an interest in Southpaw? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I guess. Kind of. Kind of. It depends on how much. Like, like, uh, may not be. It depends how much actual fighting is in there and how into the story I'll get. Okay, now I'm going to throw some, some names and some movies out at you, and you tell me if this makes you want to see it anymore. First of all, one of the writers of this film is one of the writers of Sons of Anarchy. Okay, so that's one thing. Yes. The director, Antoine Fuqua, I'm just going to list off a few of his movies. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, oh, you know. You already know. Yes. You're, we already know all about Antoine Fuqua. It's all about it. So does that does that make yeah. you want to see it more? Uh, not more. I'd say that it sustains my interest. Okay. some pretty shitty movies, but that's something I like. Now let's take it over the top. Fifty cents in it. Boom. Did you? You're buying tickets right now, aren't you? <laughs> He's already ordered. He's on Fandango right now. That's alright, I guess. <laughs> uh, Although it's hard for me, like he's he's all like cut up, and like in my head, I think he would be a better boxer type person than a fight promoter. He's all cut up. You mean like muscles? Yeah. Well, maybe not anymore. You may be thinking of him 15 years ago when he was rapping. Uh, I saw one Conan the other night, and he's on, I can't remember what magazine is, but he's like 40, and he looks like he's probably 22 years old. 
Mm, sounds like somebody's got a little bit of crush on old Curtis Jackson. <laughs> oh, boy. But Get it, just saying that when I'm 40, I buy a muscle like that. Okay. All right, Ryan, any final thoughts on Southpaw or the Great White Hype? <laughs> no. Yeah. So, Great White Hype, little middle of the road, Southpaw, not too interested, but slightly interested because of Curtis Jackson's sweet body. <laughs> 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 Guys, sweet. Guys, fucking jacked. Man, Just, I would love to have his muscles. Fucking has an aged a day. <laughs> oh my! But what about? Yeah. But what about him being bankrupt? He can right uh, can support him. Apparently, he went bankrupt because people like to sue him. Uh, and apparently, he's not too buff. He's yeah, yeah, I'm sure this is this is the con that he's doing. I'm sure that's exactly what's happening. That's what he's doing. I'm bankrupt, can't sue me. And he also had two iPhones. And he bought I'm pretty sure that would bankrupt any man is having two iPhones. Yeah, my god. A case that he invented. It was a slide case. And the phone set back to back. So it was like one. And he could flip it side. Whether if it was a mask or a player call. You're my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. Oh my lord. No lie. <laughs> I want you to just from now I just want to do a new show where I just ask you to explain things that are happening in the world. Oh my from god. Day to day. You just break Events. it down for me. I mean, your takedown your description of fifty cents bankruptcy is just fucking golden. Uh, people were suing him and he had two iPhones. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. What, do you, what more do you want from the guy? He still has the <laughs> fucking ripped body. God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, what an amazing way to end the show. What an amazing way. All right. I think that'll do it for the week. <laughs> Um, send us your questions to podcast at filmpulse.net follow us on twitter at filmpulse.net at filmpulsekevin and at my legs don't work and please visit our patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse and consider subscribing for as little as one dollar per month for Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Hulls my name is Adam Patterson and we'll see you on Monday yeah Just, just to know if you if you're thinking of getting two iPhones, best of luck to you, you fucking <laughs> sucker. It's gonna be bankrupt in like a year. Say hello to the He's, poor house. I'm just telling you, that's you're gonna be fucking sued, left and right by everyone.